that was my joy to give a joy to those who are really who are suffering to bring joy to those who are in need uh, up to now this is it is still in my plan as a surgeon of don bosco i want to support young people wherever they are especially in my province in rwanda uganda and burundi Welcome back, everybody, to Valjoko. I'm Vicky. I'm Father Steve, and we're here with a special guest who is here with us studying. Um, we have Brother Hubert here. Hi, Brother Hubert. Hi, uh, Father Steve. How you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> Thank you for uh, taking the time to speak with us today. Brother Hubert is actually from Rwanda. He's here studying at Iona University. Um, so we just invited him to come on. He's actually working at summer camp, and he's here. He's been here for a year now. So, uh, yeah, thanks for taking the time to come on the show. To come on the show. Come on. What is this? <laughs> it's like a radio show? <laughs> oh, my thanks gosh. Thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, brother, we're going to ask you questions. Sure. All right? sure. So, these are silly to get the nerves out. So, I'm going to take the question this time. Go for okay. it. Because usually Father Steve's get to ask. Okay. But uh, do you prefer the beach or the mountains? So it's this or that. So you have to choose one or the other. What do you mean by... By the beach? Yeah. Like going to the beach? Yeah. Or do you prefer going to the mountains? Uh, to the mountain. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's actually like three yeah. in a row. That's it. We love so it. the beach from... Um, I swim like a stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you sink. Yeah. So you don't swim. <laughs> so no pool for you. You're not allowed in the pool. Sure. <laughs> wow. Um, man, I really thought you were going to be a beach guy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Father Steve. Do you prefer the morning or the night? Do you work better or do you, are you more alive in the morning or at nighttime? Yeah, depends, depends. Yeah, <laughs> and in some, some days I am more strong during the days and some days in the night, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> For my, my, my schedule keep, keeps changing. Yeah, mm -hmm. depends, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that yeah. one, unclear. Unclear. Depends yeah. on the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, one more. Do you prefer... Well, you're in America and we just had the 4th of July. Mm. Do you prefer hamburgers or hot dogs? Hamburger. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> Me yeah, too. Yeah. All right, we can be in agreement on that. Yeah. Very good. So if you could, just kind of give us a little bit about who you are. So your name, where you're from, kind of the general, uh, general bit about your, your story, what you're doing here, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I'm Brother Hubert Twagiraez, Sardinian of Don Bosco. Uh, I'm, I'm from Rwanda, that's uh, East Africa region. I was born in '82. Yeah, I'm, I'm old enough. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen everything. So I was born in a nice family. Yeah, I, my parents were. Working, my father especially was working in the minister in the minister of internal affairs in Rwanda before '94. Unfortunately, my my dad passed away, and my mom, yeah, uh, when I was in seventh grade, if I I remember, I remember very well. And uh, from that time, I shifted with my two brothers and one sister. They were small, very small. We went to stay with. Uh, the grandfather and the grandmother mm -hmm. uh, really always appreciated the work they did because without them we could, I could not be who I am today because 
they taught me many things, especially on the side of uh, my faith, where the foundation of my faith is from my grandfather and my grandmother. Because when I got to the side of my, my father, <laughs> my father and my, my mom, I, I don't remember exactly what I learned from, from them because I was very small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, when I was uh, with my grandmother and my grandfather, we used to go to the church with them every, every Sunday, I remember. And my grandfather was very tough especially for the prayer. Mm. We used to, uh, to recite the rosary in the evening in, in, inside of God's house, and we had the kind of, we had the we had schedule, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, all the young people, whatever, if you are in the family, like those one who are in the camp, you pray from morning up the, to the evening. Mm. Sometimes you, you don't feel tired. So I used to hear the voice of my grandfather calling, Come, you come, come, and then we pray. This is the moment <laughs> of prayer. Yeah, we memorize all the prayers. When I, I was that, I, I was at that age. Mm. All the prayers, morning prayer, evening prayer, especially rosary. Mm. And from that time, uh, I was more <clears throat> more attracted by uh, choir. <laughs> I, I used, I said to me, go join the choir. I was very small. I joined the choir till. 11 years, mm. I started singing. I was more involved in the group of those who are drumming in the choir because mm. I, knew, I knew how to drum very, <laughs> very well. Yeah. Yeah. And then from that, the, the choir, I joined even another movement of the small kids. Uh, those kids used to go to, to meet every Sunday in the afternoon. The, we had one sister who was trying to put to bring together the the kids. There was the moment of singing, dancing, learning how to to read in the church. For me, I started reading in the church at eleven years mm-hmm. uh, years old. I was reading during the Sunday mass, and then in that <laughs> during that moment. I met one pastor, a pastor who was a missionary from Spain, and that, I, that father, he was so kind to me because we were friends. Even though I was very small, I, bec- I, I became one of his friends. Yeah, did he? Because there is a, even a photo I showed yesterday during this, uh, yeah, the, my presentation yeah. to the young people. When I went to join the high school, what that father, Father Steve was there, I've seen the, the photo. <laughs> that father, he started a high school because of me. Mm. Because of me, because... This, he, was, this was a Salesian? No, he was no? a diocesan priest, okay, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. So it was for me, I, I have been complaining to him, you know. Say, I am poor, I don't have parents, I don't know how I, I will study. No, don't worry, I will do something for you. Yeah. He, he, he started a high school. I was one of the students who entered in that high school for the first day. Wow. That photo you saw yeah. yesterday, uh, you, you have seen the, the father, and the man who was uh, on, on the other side was uh, the first president of the, uh, the, the high school. Mm-hmm. When you go to that school today, 
the picture, the big picture you find on that high school, it's me and the, <laughs> and the, and the pastor. So there is one condition he gave me, that pastor. Say, if you want to continue to be my friend, I will pay you everything you want. But come and serve the mass. <laughs> that was the condition. For me, I was very happy. I was used. I was always uh, involved in many activities in the parish as a, as a young child. So it was a really it was an opportunity to to stay to stay in the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to go every morning to serve the mass before I go to school. Yeah, I, I can say <clears throat> that is those are the main uh, major area where I I I got my my my, my vocation. Mm-hmm. That that's that what I, I I can say. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. in in few because later on there is for my it is like. Uh, Another sign, uh, when I was in, hi- in high school, I was uh, about to complete my high school, I met one guy, we were seated together, uh, uh, three years, uh, three seated together, but I used to see him with one book, big book, <laughs> which is written on the cover, Don Bosco, mm-hmm. about uh, as, what, is, what is Don Bosco? <laughs> when in high school, but that guy, used to hide that book. You could hide the book. No, this is my book. You cannot, you cannot <laughs> touch my book. But during the moment of preparation of final exams, for, because normally we do final exams in Rwanda, uh, even everywhere you have to do the mm-hmm. final exam <laughs> to get the, the diploma yeah. whatever. Uh, we, for us, we were studying in the school. Our school was in the village. No power, no electricity. Only we were, were using uh, the generator. The time they put off the generator, it was dark. We were supposed to use uh, candles and whatever. Yeah. And now we, start, we, we made a kind of program with my friend. Let us start after. Yeah, let us start in the night. Let us buy candles and then try to start. Yeah, to have extra hours. Mm. But well, one night, he, he forgot to close the desk. <laughs> so it's, it's the moment. Let me the see the book. <laughs> I opened the book. I tried to check the book. Don Bosco. I tried to read, but I could not understand nothing. It was in, in French, but it was somehow big. At the end of my high school, I went back to my family. I said, God, I had an idea to become a diocesan, like that, like that, that pastor. Mm. I went to meet the, my pastor of that moment. He was a Ugandan. So I want to, to become a priest. But I said, for my, if it's possible, I want to, 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 to go where I can meet the young people. Is it possible that there is any place where I can meet the young people? Say, ah, let me try to check. Uh, let me check. He gave me through two days. After two days, I went to meet him again. He said, you know, I have found something for you. You're supposed to go to the Salesian of Don Bosco. For me, I said, Salesian of the Don book. Bosco. Yeah. I said, what is this? That, now I remember the book. I said, Don Bosco, what is this? <laughs> I, the first day I went to, to meet the Salesian, because in, our, in my diocese, there is a, a community of Salesian of Don Bosco nearby. Mm. Uh, I can say... Like uh, like uh, f- f- 
four miles, four miles from my home. So I went to meet one father. That day I met the father, the director of the community. He gave me the same book. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised. Oh, I said, my goodness. <laughs> Go home and read this book. Once you have finished to read this book, come back and then we shall talk. I spent the whole month reading Don Bosco, <laughs> but I could not understand nothing because it was big. I went back and said, Father, I didn't understand nothing. It is so, it is so complicated. Okay. He tried to give me a summary of the book, and from that day, say, okay, I will take you to the capital, uh, Kigali. That's where we have uh, uh, formation houses. He took me there, that for the same father, uh, we went. I participated in one in that uh, in the first meeting of the candidates. We had forty-five guys. Wow, forty-five inside. Before I went to that to, to that uh, that meeting, my friend was already an aspirant. Mm. The, the, that friend oh. I met, who was in uh, in high school. No. Yeah. <laughs> so he gave me, he gave me all the information about the Salesian. He was sending me some yeah some news. Yeah, if you want to become a Salesian, because you have to do this and this. For me, I prepared all the document and whatever what, what is uh, needed. During the meeting, at the end of the meeting, the novice of uh, the, ma uh, this, the, the master of the novices is, was the one who was uh, conducting that meeting. Say, please, at the end of this meeting, anyone who wants to start, come to my office. I was the one. <laughs> Among the 45 guys, wow. I was the one yeah. that day. Others went back to their families. And then I joined the... I do, I do, uh, the aspirant period, I met my friend. Yeah, we jammed to, together. Yeah, and uh, for me, yeah, it was really, for me, it was a, a kind of uh, miracle. For me, I could not understand what, is hap what was happening because mm -hmm. I didn't have any trouble, any problem for, I don't know, my, uh, I don't know, my journey as a, a candidate even the time I became a Salesian, I didn't have any, any challenge. Mm -hmm. I was always very happy. In the time of uh, uh, going to another step from pre-novitiate, novitiate, philosophy, it was very easy for me. I didn't have any compli complica complication. At the end, from I say, for me, always, even that's what I, I tell to the young people, even to the to the salvation of Dombos, my confrères. For me, I'm a lucky person. That's what I say. Whatever I do, whatever I do in my life, I see the hand of, of, of Jesus. Mm. Because even though, uh, even though it's, 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 it's not easy to, to explain, me personally, I see the, that hand. Yeah. Because I don't understand why others always get in, in trouble or they have some complication for me i don't see any uh, uh, any any complication in in, in few words uh, that's was uh, the, the journey of my uh, my my vocation yeah, yeah later on i, be, I became a salesian after novitiate as other salesian but 
the idea of become, becoming a priest changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Vichy, I, I discovered another, another person, a Salesian brother. For me, I was more interested to become a Salesian brother. Yeah. I chose to become a Salesian brother. I'm happy yeah. up to today as a Salesian brother. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I mean, it's amazing. Even, yeah. I mean, that story that you just told, but then the, what you just said about, you know, seeing the hand of Jesus and everything is is beautiful and a gift because I mean you went through some really difficult things, sure, sure, especially sure. at a young age, mm-hmm. at seven years old, with sure. okay the genocide in sure. Rwanda and sure. uh, and losing of your parents and your family members and things like that. To, you know, and then to still have the faith and the happiness and the joy that sure, you have sure. is, and then throughout your year, it's it's really a gift. Um, so uh, yeah, blessing. When did you make your first profession? What year? My first profession was uh, two thousand five. 2005. Yeah, yeah. So you've been a Salesian for almost, almost 20 <coughs> years. Almost 20 years. Yeah, yeah, wow. sure. Wow. 20, 20 years. Yeah. 18 years. 18 yeah, years. Yeah, sure. Um, and then after, um, you know, going through, have you been in Rwanda the whole time, more or less? Or yeah, it means uh, when I, be, uh, I became Salesian of Don Bosco, that's why now I started moving everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, after my, prat- my pra- practical training, there is something which happened. <laughs> Maybe this is a story I have to tell you about <laughs> about the how you call the obedient as a salvation mm-hmm. of Don Bosco. We profess no uh, uh, the chastity, uh, poverty, and obedience. But but something which happened in my life as a salvation of Don Bosco instead of obedient, which was very tough, very <laughs> tough. I, when I completed my practical training, where we were five Salesians of Don Bosco, I was supposed to go to study in Italy. Mm-hmm. It was 2010. Uh, the provincial called me uh, with other folk Salesians. You, you, you go and buy, you have to look for passports, and then we are going to try to find a visa, whatever, yeah. After one month, I I received my passport, my visa, they bought me a ticket, everything. I was very happy. I'm going, because for me, I was supposed to go to Valdoko. I was very happy. Mm. Wow. Say, I'm going to Valdoko to stay in Valdoko for two years. (laughs) I was very happy. I was supposed to do uh, specific formation for the brothers. Mm. Two days before the departure, the province again called me in his office, you, you are not going to Italy. I was shocked. Yeah. I went to my room. That's the time really. I slept. I said, God, what? I don't understand what I have done. What is going on in my life? Others are going. And then I said, okay, let me wait. But I was really, I was scared. I could not understand what, what, what was going on. I accompanied my friend to airport, but my heart was crying. I said, people are going, others are going. What am I going to do? After two, two, two weeks, the provincial called me again to his office. You see, come and then I give you a new mission. You are going to Uganda. So at that time I said, okay. <laughs> I went to, to Uganda. I went to Uganda. I was appointed in one community, Namugongo, you know, the Uganda matters. In Uganda, that place, we have a community for street children and orphans. Mm. I went to that community 
where I met 200 children. I was very happy. Well, from when I saw, I saw those young people, I forgot what happened. <laughs> but I said, okay, if I, no, I will stay here. I will stay here in, in Uganda. Because the, the, the provincial said, okay, you can work there, you can stay with the young people. But the main purpose was to learn, to start learning English. Mm. I went to university. I spent three months at university learning English. But I could not speak, you know. The, those kids were always laughing at me, say, hey, brother, you, you don't talk. <laughs> so I don't know English. No, one day you will speak. Try to, yeah, to speak whatever you want, you will understand. And then after three months, yeah, I started to talking with the young people. Even I gave the evening talk. The provincial came from Kigali to, to, to Uganda to visit, the, to visit the community. My director said, he said to the provincial, you, you as a provincial, what do you think about this man who is really stuck here? He was supposed to go to, to Italy. Now you are, you, you, for my don't understand, help him to go to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the provincial, the provincial said, no, you are not supposed to interfere. We know what we are doing. Mm. He called me uh, outside, say, now I want to explain what happened. The, the time we were supposed to go to Italy, it was really, it was earlier because we were supposed to spend the whole year in Italy, learning Italian. Mm. It was a time, to, it was about to be a time wasted. We decided to divide into that period into six months for English and six months for Italian. Mm. That's the way, that was the plan of the, the provincial council. But even though they didn't explain at that time. And then he said, okay, now you can go, you can proceed, you can go to, <laughs> to Italy. Then the director told me, you are, supposed, you are going back to Rwanda? I said, no, 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 I will not go to Rwanda because maybe they can change. <laughs> oh <laughs> I my took my, my flight in, in Kampara. That's why I went to, 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 to Italy. Uh, coming to your question, I mean, I have been in Italy for two years and six, six months. I worked in, in Rwanda, not, uh, I worked in the novitiate one year. Uh, I, yeah, I did my practical training in Rwanda three years, and uh, I did my novitiate one year, uh, philosophy uh, in Rwanda. I did uh, uh, pre-novitiate in Rwanda. I worked in Uganda uh, four years, and then later they, they appointed me as a provincial economist. <laughs> three years, I went back to Rwanda, that time I was serving the Rwanda, Uganda, and the Burundi. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, wow. uh, that's, uh, in few. To me, my, that's, sometimes when I, uh, I meet people, I, I don't know where to start to explain what I did in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. For example, if you, you go to our website, you go to our YouTube as a province, that's where you will find whatever I was doing, <laughs> for the speech, the, how I was interacting with the donors, and the project you have been doing in the province. Yeah, so yeah. that's all. And then the, the last experience I had as a sergeant of Don Bosco 
it's on, not on uh, you have been you have work with the young people everywhere yeah, I can say even here you are doing the same the same mission in Rwanda we do the same mission in Uganda we do the same mission even though we have a different cultures but the same in the same work we are doing as a Don Bosco wanted mm. so uh, the last experience from my had important experience with refugees. Yeah, that's yeah. what I wanted to talk to you about. No, mm, no. Yeah, in yeah. Palabek? Yeah, in, in yeah. Palabek. I mean, when Palabek started, for me, I was in, in Uganda as a, a local economer in Namugongo before they appointed me as a provincial economer. Mm. So the, the community of Palabek started because of the director major. Yeah. The director say, we, we, the Pope uh, Talk with, talk with the director major. We want the Salesian of Don Bosco to help the South Sudanese refugees because there is there was a, it was a chaos. Yeah. Forty five thousand people stuck. Yeah, yeah no, uh, <laughs> no spiritual gui guidance. Yeah, they were receiving food and whatever uh, through those NGOs. Yeah, it, materials, but not enough. But you could not find. No, the other side of faith, uh, I don't know, spirituality, whatever, church, nothing, it was zero. Education. Education. Yeah. Even education, it was, it was zero. Oh, yeah. and then we received a letter from Rome. We want to see the salvation of Don Bosco in the Palabet. How are we going to go to that, to that place? <laughs> Everyone was scared. Yeah. And then at the end, we received the first missionaries from from Rome, sent by the director major under uh, our province, but our province was monitoring all the activities. Mm -hmm. I remember, yeah, the first fundraising we made, the big fundraising, I was inside in Vatican. Mm. <laughs> I had the privilege to talk in the Vatican during the Christmas concert in Italian. Uh, I was invited through the, prov the provincial. The provincial was supposed to go. They said, no, for me, I'm not going there. You are the one who is going <laughs> to handle the money. <laughs> go there. Yeah. I spoke on behalf of the refugees. We managed to, we managed to get some, yeah, some support. Yeah. That's, to I me, mean, anytime I was going to that place, for me, I was always crying to see how, the, the, how people are poor. Yeah. yeah. How the, the, the place... <laughs> It is hot. It's hot beyond, beyond. I don't know if uh, there's a time I went there, it was 50 degrees Celsius. 50. It was hot. It was always hot. We did, uh, for my say, as a solution of Don Bosco, we made a, a difference because when the time we entered, we entered in the camp, I remember. All NGOs, all those guys in, in the office were, ra were laughing. So those guys, those strategians are going to do what here? Mm. For us, we have been here. This, this is the uh, third year. <laughs> it, it's, it's very complicated. We started a small house. It was a community in, gra in grasses and all. It's very small. Yeah. The strategians were scared. Those who were there, I mean, the mission, because we had many missionaries going there, one by one, going and going back. Yeah. We have more than six missionaries. Mm. Going there, say, no, we cannot, it's impossible. 
it was impossible. At the end, we got those who were very strong. We started a community. Now, a community was constructed very well. We received donation and donation everywhere, especially from Switzerland, Don Bosco, Switzerland. I, really, I remember one family was giving, giving us a lot every year, too much. For me, I could not understand. A lot. Million, million of, 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 of money. Yeah. And then we, we managed to, con to build up, to construct a technical school mm. where the selection of Dombos were offering kind of for technical formation for the young people in the camp. Mm. These are short, short courses for six months. But those young people, every time, wherever he was going there to, of course, every six months, we had the ceremony of graduation every six months. <laughs> I was supposed to go there sometime or the provincial. But I was very happy to see how to see them excited, you know, mm -hmm. to receive to receive that certificate. Yeah, in order to start their yeah, their, their life. Yeah. For me, we selection of Don Bosco as a, yeah, for me as a fathers and brothers, we made a big impact for, to those so those refugees in the north of Uganda, even now the community is still growing. We have we have more than twenty chapels wow. in the camp. It is huge. Yeah. We so have still still forty five thousand. No or more people. Now no, they say 57,000. Okay. Now the, the the number keep keeps growing. But still it, a camp. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's not it's not like. Uh, a camp so like uh, mobile structures like yeah stru it yeah. means the those people uh, it mean they are, we, we have uh, those people are coming from sudan they are received by this local uh, community ugandan local community they give them land they, mm. they, they 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 construct small houses it's it's not like a camp yeah, where camp. you put tent no yeah. no yeah. Parabex is not like a, a, a camp. Yeah. yeah, they are small houses constructed traditionally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what you what you what you see. Mm -hmm. I have a video I took with a drone. Maybe I will try to to see if I still have it in my computer. I will give you so you can have an mm -hmm. idea yeah. about Parabex. And then we have uh, we construct even with the schools for the small kids. Uh, we call we call nursery schools. That's how we, we we call them. We constructed four four schools in, oh. in in the in the camp. Coming to the chapel, there's something which happened in the chapel. The chapel, the, the chapel. Uh, me and the, the provincial, the current provincial, we named that chapel Saint John Bosco because one day we went to Parabek, me and the, the provincial, to visit the camp to see how the uh, the the project are running. When the, the provincial was celebrating the mass, that time all the masses were celebrated under the tree. That's uh, that we call the chapel. <laughs> 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 the provincial was celebrating the mass during the consecration. The wind came and took everything. The wind. Mm. We had a wind during the consecration. Put the host and whatever. It was chaos. Mm. The provincial was annoyed. Now, what, what am I going to, to do? We don't have a host. <laughs> what am I going to do? The wind has it has taken everything. Said, Father, yeah, you have to conclude the mass. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. 
it's it's not a mass <laughs> let them sing and then we pray it's over <laughs> <laughs> and then the after the uh, yeah that celebration it was yeah, it's, it's a mass we went out we went on the other side of the road me and the province the provincial was looking at me you you have to you had to find you had to you have to find a donor <laughs> I want a chapel. I want a chapel here. I will n- never celebrate a mass outside under the tree. No, I will never do it. I was scared. That, the provincial was somehow very sad. I was scared. I remember the the fund we received for that chapel was uh, given by New Rochelle. Oh, the wow. New Rochelle through really? uh, through uh, Father. Uh, Ubardi, Ubardin, who used to come even here, mm-hmm. uh, who is the current director of, uh, of Parabek. Okay. The chapel was constructed, and then me and the provincial went to inaugurate <laughs> the, to, op- yeah, to open officially that, that, that chapel, and during the mass, uh, the provincial came back to what happened, <laughs> in order to have that, uh, that chapel. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just to see Damasco's mission being lived out yeah. all, all throughout the world. Yeah, you know, sure, so to, sure. To see sure. what you've been doing and and how you were called to yeah. become a Salesian in yeah, Rwanda sure. And, and living out the, the mission of Damasco there and, and then how we're still connected. You know, you still hear about New Rochelle and helping with donations yeah, and sure, with sure. the Salesian missions here. And you know, we are, I don't know, we are connected. Yeah, um, sure, sure. So just to kind of... To kind of finish a little bit, I just, I don't know, I was, a question for me was, because uh, you mentioned it when you gave the talk, you gave your talk yesterday at the camp, the summer camp, and this idea of uh, you really feeling the generosity of people, and then that you also wanted to be generous with your life, and that you, okay, you had this experience of losing your parents and becoming an orphan, and then how you wanted to then go and meet other orphans or other kids and, and give your life and try to help them, because you were helped by so many people. I don't know. Could you speak about that a little bit on your experience of yeah. generosity and then being, I mean, yeah, you're, sure. you're very generous with your life and your, your smile and your joy and like you, you give a lot. Sure. Um, but how does, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Coming back to what happened. Yeah. Uh, when, uh, when I lost the, the, the parents, yeah, it was a tough moment because uh, it was, I, I remember, 93 it was even during the war, even though it was later we had the genocide. The war started in 1990 after the visit of the, the Pope, uh, John Paul II. That's, how, that's where the, the war started. Then after uh, the death of my, my father and my mother, it was the same year. They, they died because, because of the, the sickness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, the genocide entered in. It was a, 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 another another bad e, e, tragedy. Yeah. We went out of yeah. We were scattered. We everyone was running to yeah to save his his, his life. I, for my I had eleven years old. I remember everything. I have seen every people dying. He, yeah, for my say, God saved my my uh, my life. And then when I came back, we came back after the, the genocide. Life was very tough. That's where I met 
uh, those who are supporting supporting our, supporting me especially uh, to go back to school I went back to school I was receiving books pens I could even yeah, receive food from uh from friends uh, those who are yeah especially I, I mentioned that father from spain who was really giving us everything and then when he left rwanda i was uh completing my third year in high school it was another shock say my goodness who is going to support me now who is, where am i going to get the tuition where am i going to find the books how am I going to to get food? It was very complicated. I met another sister. That sister call, was calling me his son. He's a, <laughs> a sister from from Spain. I was did he, I was very happy to, to to meet again that sister because whatever I say, if you want anything, even though the pastor has left, I will give you. I know you can make it. That's what you used you, you to say. You can, you can study and make it. Bring me the nice grade. I will give you whatever you, you want. Yeah, for me, I was, really, I was performing very well at, at school. He gave me everything. He gave me uh, clothes, whatever I needed. And then finally, not only that sister, many other people, Especially I use, when I was with my grandmother, there's a time we could even not find enough food. We would go and go to the neighborhood, and the people gave uh, some food to my grandmother in order to, yeah, to get something to eat, maybe one day, two days. Yeah. At the end, I discovered that in the society, especially in Rwanda, we have when I became somehow mature, we have the same issues. We have many kids who don't have a parent, a kid who are really struggling in the street or whatever. And then I say, now I received everything freely. I didn't pay anything to become, to finish my high school. What am I supposed to do now? Is it possible to do the same? For me, I was always dreaming to, to do the same to, do the, same to, the, to, the, to, the, to the to those who are suffering, especially the kids. But I could not understand where to start. Mm. That, that's where the, 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 I met that pastor, another pastor, who said, no, you can join the Salesian. When I entered to the to the to the, the, the Salesian congregation, it was my space. So this is <laughs> my place. This is my place. This is where I'm supposed to to be. I started. I met for my. I supported many young people, not through not not giving. I don't know giving money or clothes or whatever. For my, I have been working hard to support. Many young people in Burundi, in Rwanda, in Uganda, the, people, the young people I don't know. Mm-hmm. For me, I say, if I find a donor, if I find the money, I connect with that donor to, to pay tuition to them for 100, young, young, 100, 100 kids in one community, that was my joy. Mm-hmm. If I find someone who gave me a guitar, like, even the time I left the Rwanda, 
coming here, I received a project. I, I bought 11 guitars <laughs> to the young, but I gave to them. I don't know if they are using them. <laughs> For me, that was my joy, to give, to give a joy to those who are, really, who are suffering, to bring joy to those who are in need. Even many times, yeah, those kids, many kids keep writing to me, brother, are you going to stay in, in America or you will come back? I say, we'll come back. One day I will come back if God, God wishes. But up to now, this is, it is still uh, in my plan as a surgeon of Don Bosco. I want to support young people wherever they are, especially in my province, because that's where I, I, where I am supposed to be in Rwanda, Uganda, and Burundi. Yeah, that's yeah. That's uh, beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful witness. Yeah. And so thank you for for sharing your story and yeah. yeah, really, I think it resonates. And I don't know, we can we can get a lot from yeah, just seeing people live generously and joyfully. And and even though okay, we we go through difficult times and struggles and everything. Um, but there is this push to to keep going and to keep being joyful and keep giving. Um, so I don't know if you have any. Yeah, just else. if you have like advice for young people that might be listening. Um, yeah, either you know like following God or but also the the mission aspect as well. I mean, uh, the advice I can give to the young people is whatever they see in their life, it's not really something which happened like that. Uh, they have to put in their mind always uh, life that is a master of life. That's is what, is, what is important. Sometimes uh, we, bo we boast. We say we have everything, you have whatever, but there is someone who is providing whatever, whatever you need uh, according to your need. So my advice is to, is to, yeah, to ask the young people, in case you have, you have received that gift of uh, being in, in a good life, in a place where you have everything, because it's in, in many cases, the people, they think the world uh, and where you are. They were, our globe is, is, is big, it's huge. There, there are some places where people are suffering, people are struggling. If you have, you have more, if you have uh, something to share, uh, yeah, think about those, 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 those who are suffering every day. Not only, for me, I don't point uh, uh, the part of materials and whatever. For me, I say, the prayer is very important. Praying for those who are suffering is very important. As for my, as the young people to yeah to pray for others, to keep especially uh, for my say orphans, <laughs> refugees, the street kid, uh, those who are suffering everywhere in the world, those who are in the place where we we hear wars. You know, like I, I, I say. There is Congo, there is South Sudan, there is Ukraine. There are many places in the world. Even though you don't have money to give, you can pray for those those people. God knows how how to answer. That this is my 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 last advice. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks. Yeah.
Thank you really for sharing. Uh, thank you. Yeah, great. Thank you. And so we always ask our guests on the podcast to to pray yeah. at the end. So yeah. if you don't mind leading us uh, in prayer, you can pray in English, you can yeah. pray in French, you can pray in your your yeah. native language, whatever you feel comfortable doing. But if you don't mind just leading us out in uh, okay. in a prayer. In French. Okay. Yeah. Merci Seigneur pour uh, ce moment, uh, moment de partage, le moment uh, qui j'ai rencontré les amis les amis qui m'ont aidé à partager ma vie. Seigneur, aide notre émission sarésienne au monde, aide les sarésiens de Don Bosco, toutes les personnes qui nous aident, les bienfaiteurs, les laïcs, nos collaborateurs, pour que la mission de Don Bosco soit vraiment connue par tout le monde, soit bénéfique pour tout euh, tous les jeunes. Seigneur Jésus, je te montre tous les enfants, les orphelins, les enfants qui souffrent, les enfants d'Oraru. Seigneur, aide-les, protège-les. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, brother. So Thank beautiful. you for taking time. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, got any questions for us if you want to see somebody else on the podcast let us know um but beautiful just remember part of a big family all over the world from new york to rwanda and everywhere in between <laughs> so it's uh it's good to have you brother and we're praying for you and for your mission over there and for, for the decisions over there uh, all the young people so we'll see you next week with a different guest so bye-bye everybody bye bye, bye. 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 bye.